Hey there, crypto miner. Oh, me? No, the other guy with the pocket protector. Uh. Yes, you. Are you looking for a reliable multi-pool that automatically mines the most profitable altcoin, converts them to your favorite supernet coin, and sends them straight to your wallet? Well, I, I don't... I, I... Well, look no further. Head on over to altnuts.com today. Got all your old favorites like X11. <laughs> Scripts, SHA-256, <coughs> ready to turn your hash into cash. Currently paying out tasty Supernet flavors like Opal Coin, Bitcoin Dark, VPN Coin, and Veracoin. Stop by the Supernet Multipool today at www.altnuts.com. This is Supernet Radio, live at supernetradio.com. Hello, hello, crypto extravaganza peoples, fanatics, gamblers. Don't be in denial, you know you're a gambler. Today we uh, we come to you on Saturday. I haven't slept in 24 hours, but that's okay. Because you know I've done it multiple times. Uh, today we have uh, a coin that's, that's pretty... Uh, I have a lot of respect for this coin. A lot of people have uh, have overlooked it, I believe. Uh, overlooked it, maybe haven't looked into it. It probably means the same thing. Uh, and it, you have to value it for its simplicity. Um, it's it, it's literally so easy. Your mother could do it. So it, it has it has value. Now. The, if, according to the the way the price is going, it looks like it's it's got normal. It's it has a slow rise, a slow fall. It's got it's got a healthy trade going on. Uh, you know, a healthy trade is is a little bit selling, a little bit buying. It goes up a few thousand, it goes down a few thousand and on a regular basis. That's a healthy healthy trading, um, and. You know, not 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 when you see it go to a thousand and go drop down to thirty satoshi, that's not healthy. All right, so today we have uh, Chris from Bitesen. Uh, you you with me, Chris? I'm here. Hey everyone. What's up, Holmes? Hey, What's going on, Lutz? Chilling, chilling. So Chris comes from. Uh, Tell, tell us about it. What's your background? I, I know you're a developer, which which was right. surprising. I I didn't know. I never knew that about you. <laughs> Honestly, until yeah, like, you said it, you're like, oh, I I actually have skills. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You know, I was I was born and raised in New York, and uh, you know what what really got me into computers just to begin. With, I mean, I was always into computers, even from young. Like I had like the Commodore sixty four. I had the uh, I Aquarius. had the Commodore sixty four. Yeah. I, I did. I had Joust. I used to play video games. Yeah, man. I had a dot matrix printed too. Oh, did you? 
I didn't have I didn't have the printer. I didn't have the printer, but I had pretty much everything else with it. And uh, so I always had a love for computers, man. But uh, yeah, so if, so if you fast forward ahead, you know, I spent maybe the last 15 years or so just developing desktop software, security applications, games, all types of different things. Like I just love software in general. Uh, Don't so tell you the know, I found. <laughs> you know what though? It, it, I like hardware. It's not just. I like hardware. <laughs> Yo. I'm a hardware guy. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's you know, software isn't sexy. You know, it's not something <laughs> that you open with and when you go to a bar or something. But uh, but yeah. So like like mostly everyone else, I I kind of got into uh, crypto, learning about Bitcoin, and then started mining Doge and some of the uh, other oil coins because you know trying to mine bitcoin now is, is is damn near impossible unless if you have you know a huge uh you know farm to really make a, a decent profit at. yeah and free electricity on top of that. yeah and free exactly free electricity so um yeah man but after after you know playing around with these different coins i'm like yeah, I, I can do it better because it's just to me it's it's not being done right so uh, yeah, that's how that's how ByteSync came about. And you got into know. blockchain technologies from making software. Yeah, you know, you know, as soon as I started getting into uh, you know mining and, and just finding out as much as I can about digital currencies, then I naturally wanted to find out more about blockchain technology and how exactly all of this works. Right. Um, because I, I was I was a rookie. I was new to everything. I, I didn't. I didn't understand. Like a virgin. And definitely, a, definitely a crypto virgin. Absolutely. Uh, but as, as I continued to read about it and really started delving into, like, the code and everything, I just, I was just awed by, like, not just even with digital currencies, but just, you know, in terms of how the blockchain can be used for so many other different things. Aside from digital currencies, I, I mean, it's it's really powerful, and I just started thinking like, wow, I mean, this could be used for voting. This could be used for, you know, which everyone is talking about it now, smart contracts. I mean, so many different things. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's pretty much. Um, but as many uh, people listening out there know, you know, I'm also a trader. I like to trade. Um, yeah, there's there's some talk about that. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Right, absolutely. But I, this is crypto. There's always going to be some talk. You, you know that. Uh, but when they're, but when they're, but when they're on, 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 but when they're on the losing side of a of a dump, you know, everyone hates you. You're an asshole. So it's just. <laughs> what the hell are you done for? Why didn't you wait for me? Why, I, I, I why didn't you wait? I've been waiting for like three days. Right. So that's that's usually how it is. So you can't please everyone. No matter how much you try, it just it just it is what it is. Hey, listen. It, so, it, I think part of the game is sitting there and keeping your eyes peeled. I mean, it, right. it's, it's it's about risk mitigation. I mean, if if you're not selling at the proper time. You, you lost. You lost it. There's, you know, that's the risk. It's, it's a high risk thing. It's gambling. Right. right. It is, and 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 that's what I was trying to when I when I launched Bytesend, 
that's kind of what I was trying to change. Because right now with digital currencies, with most digital currencies, I can't say all. Right. Can you hear me? Where'd you go, buddy? I no longer hear you. Hold on a second. No, no, we got disconnected. Call dropped on Skype, guys. He will be right back. After a word from our sponsors. Hey there, crypto miner. Oh, me? No, the other guy with the pocket protector. Uh. Yes, you. Are you looking for a reliable multi-pool that automatically mines the most profitable altcoin, converts them to your favorite supernet coin, and sends them straight to your wallet? Well, I, I don't... I, I... Well, look no further. Head on over to altnuts.com today. Got all your old favorites like X11, Scripts, SHA-256, <clears throat> ready to turn your hash into cash. Currently paying out tasty supernet flavors like Opal Coin, Bitcoin Dark, VPN Coin, and Veracoin. Stop by the Supernet Multipool today at www.altnuts.com. This is Supernet Radio, live at supernetradio.com. And we're back. That was pretty yeah, we're, quick. We're See, not bad. Yeah, we had a little technical difficulties there. <laughs> he got a phone call. The, the Skype dropped. I don't know, something like that. Food in the water. Fell in the toilet. <laughs> There's always something. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man. Don't hide your you drugs know. inside your phone because it could always <laughs> accidentally fall in the toilet. Not that I've ever... I'm just saying. I've, I've heard about it. Go for it. So where were you at? You know, I I don't even remember. But I I could tell your listeners that uh, Bitsin is definitely something that they should look into. Oh, you Uh, you were talking about trading. You're talking about oh right right right. Dumps. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Some people are on the wrong side. Right. Thank you, because I I got a little little sidetracked there. So yeah, with the with the trading, that's it's pretty much. Know, a virtual game of chicken right. and so some people win some people lose and the people that lose get very upset they start hating you because you know they they're on the losing side right. so i wanted to change that with bites and i wanted a coin that people can actually use to do something besides pumping and dumping and something that they can actually believe in um and i also wanted something and you said it you know earlier in in the show starting off that something that's easy for pretty much anybody to use hey bite sense easy and i'll explain why in a minute but go ahead right so and and that's the way it was designed from the beginning to be easy for anyone to use um so you know we, we we embarked on this this journey and it's it's been over eight months going on nine months now and you know, it's been it's been a roller coaster ride because this is not easy. When when a developer is legitimately trying to bring something new to the table and just not trying to do a pump and dump or just trying to get people excited and go off and do something else, but when a developer is dedicated to a project, 
it's really not easy because you got to, you you have the miners who want the mining to remain as easy as possible and they want to get as many coins as possible. I I remember the the beginning days of Bitesend when when you get like 15, 20 coins a day, 30 coins a day. I was like, wow, this is insane. You know, and I'm, I'm usually on top of all the new coins. Right. Right. Well, believe it or not, we still have people that are that are mining about that many coins now because the network has stabilized. And, you know, we had it. We had an issue with a quote unquote super miner who who's able to kind of bypass and figure out a certain, you know, certain ways around it. And we got him off the network. Um, So now it's just pretty much just regular people mining with their their CPUs. And. um yeah, so with 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 ByteSense, you know, we've taken it we've taken it from server farms and pools and you know all the things that make it kind of difficult for the average user to compete or the average user to do to mine, right. and kind of brought it back to the desktop, like how Bitcoin was in the early days, right. where you can use a regular CPU and mine coins and you know maybe use it to get pizza or whatever it is that you're going to use it for. Lucky so, oh man, lucky son of a bitch. He, he, you, know, you know what's funny? He probably threw it away. Yeah, he, he. Well, no, he actually tried. He actually did try to sell it. If I'm not mistaken, he tried to auction it off, and he didn't get any buyers for it at right. that time. So yeah, um, so we're kind of we're kind of mirroring that because now I tell people all the time. And it's funny when you were talking about like healthy trading and everything. When a coin is new and you don't have that many users, a coin market cap is not supposed to, you know, skyrocket to two million when there's only a few people that's actually using the coin. Right. So that's an artificial pump, that's artificial value. A coin is supposed to gradually increase in value over time as more and more people start using it, as more and more people you know see the value in it and you know and they decide you know decide to purchase a few and that slowly drives the value up the market cap goes up you have more trading you have more exchanging between individuals and so forth so we're we're kind of mirroring that with with bitcoin with bitesent because when you look at uh bitcoin's original growth and you look at bitesent it's it's almost similar um so we're not looking to have a market cap of you know one million by the end of the year because it, there's there's not a lot of commerce going on with bites in right now so we don't need a million dollar market cap right. so right so right now we're focusing on you know the mom and pops the you know the people who know nothing about digital currencies to introduce them into the mining because that's that's the fun part of digital currencies and when you and I were talking, and I'll let you talk about it, you know, in terms of regards to your mom, but people get excited when they mine a coin for the first time. When you explain what a digital currency is for them and what they can do with it, and they go ahead and they install your wallet on their computer and they mine for the first time and they get their first coin, they get excited. And as they continue to mine, they, they get more excited because it's like, wow, I'm, I'm actually, quote unquote, creating money. That's how they look at it. So mining to me is very important for the whole you know, adoption of digital currencies. And I just think the mining process itself is, is the powerful part 
of a digital currency. I know, you know, the blockchain obviously it plays a huge role in everything, but the process of mining is just something about that that draws people in. Right. Um, so yeah, so that's 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 the premise behind ByteSync, you know, making making it easy for people to mine and not having to deal with the whole, you know, well, server farms. Let, let, let me give my fair view. Right. Yeah. I uh, not in the in the beginning the price went from it was it was over a hundred thousand satoshi. Yes. And and that's where it started. And normally, if you look at any coin, it usually starts that high. It, it and then and then you get the dumpers afterwards. Uh, so so that's normal. There, there's nothing abnormal about that. So when you see a coin just beginning and and it's really high in price. You know, uh, somebody that knows what he's doing will probably wait for that price to come to, uh, you know, some type of level. The peak, you know, so, right? You know, and and then, uh, but but my experience with ByteSend, because I I know about I I've been using it for a while. Uh, I when I first got it, <laughs> and I saw you know get me getting like ten coins a day, fifteen coins a day just with my CPU. I started opening all my old computers and using the CPUs, and then and then I, I went upstairs and I showed my mother to use her laptop for a CPU, right? right. You know, I have an apartment here. I, I built it in the basement after Hurricane Sandy. I had no place to go, so what I did was I built my own home, and I turned the shitty basement she had into a nice apartment. Nice. But that that aside, I turned everything on. I went upstairs. I sh I showed her the capture. Uh, so simply what you do is you go in the wallet you click the earn button and notice that the button says earn it's not mine mine is confusing the word right. earn is like oh I'm gonna earn I'm gonna earn money I'm gonna earn something so, so she clicks the button she types in the captcha and that was it and I showed her once and she kept on doing it on her own right and, and, right. and I go upstairs and she go and she go I got another two coins today you know and I was like oh you know awesome you know <laughs> hold on to it it was like we're gonna it's <laughs> <was> great <laughs> you know meanwhile I had like fifty but I you know she she it was it was that easy it was it was easy to use and you know you can't expect somebody as old as my mom. To get a miner or, or or set up SG miner on her computer to mine coins, it's it's not going to happen. Right. You know the only people that these miners that that these coins that come out script or X11, X13, Keshik, I don't whatever the hell you want to call it. You're getting the same exact people every single time. Every right. it's the same miners, the same group of people, the same people in the know no to mine that's it and there's nobody else out there that's doing this I, I mean i work with a whole group of it people and not one of them even know about bitcoin forget your altcoin right so it has to be that simple enough for people to open download a wallet look at look at it for a second and see an earn button and go oh and then you click on the button and you enter a captcha and you're you're earning coins instantly and then on top of that, after she earns a certain amount of coins, she sp she could spend it on Amazon gift cards, right through right. the wallet. She she can go to uh, 
bycrewards.com. And she can literally take those coins and trade them in for, I mean, not just Amazon cards. We have over, I think we have over 30 cards now or more by now. That's awesome. Uh, All the top, all the top retailers. I mean, you can trade them in for Xbox um, cards or uh, if you're you're hungry, you can get pizza. I mean, you can, uh, we have so many different retailers on there. So... And the thing with, with, with BYC Rewards, we also do something like the credit cards. You get cash back. You get reward points. So when you right. place your first order, right, and let's say you get a $100 Amazon card, you get 4,000 reward points, which equals $4, um, you know, $4 worth of discounts. So if you went ahead and bought another gift card a day later or the same day, you'll get $4 off of that gift card. If you decided to hold on to it after a certain amount of points you can do a cash back and get the cash for that instead so you know we're trying to do things we, we, we're we're trying to mi- mirror a little bit when in terms of like the credit cards because i mean let's face it they've been doing this for decades so they got the formula down and we're trying to make it where okay you're using your coins but you're getting something back in return you're not just spending your coins and that's it it's, it's actually it's actually useful in the in the way that you you get it cheaper so right. you you could gather you could gather up the reward points and then buy a a card cheaper than you normally oh, ab- would buy it absolutely i mean we have i have a, a user uh, and he's he's been on the forums but he's, I mean, he's must, he must have purchased 30, 40 cards by now. And his guy, Bravo? Johnny Bravo. No, no, it's, no, it's, it's not Bravo. Uh, his name is uh, crypto. Son. I think it's like crypto, crypto heavy or something like that. I'm, I'm assuming he's reselling these cards. Right. Uh, which, which is nothing wrong with it. I mean, yeah, he's that's... playing by, yeah, right. He's playing by the rules. It's the hustle, baby. So he's, yeah, so he's probably he's probably reselling it, which makes a lot of sense. If he's getting 10, 20 bucks off of a card and he resells it, and even if he's making $5 profit or $10 profit, that's profit for him. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so, and that's what that's what a digital currency is supposed to be used for. You know, you're supposed to use it for commerce and obviously trading as well. So with, with ByteSent, you know, when I first launched Coin, some people, you know, they... They were like, okay, where, where's the roadmap? I said, well, there's not going to be a roadmap per se. And they were like, well, that's kind of crazy. Why not? I knew going into this that we were going to have to shift and adjust so many different times because no one has really nailed it yet in terms of the best route to go with this. This is all trial and error. Right. And I knew with, with Bison, like when you and I were speaking earlier, I was telling you that there's been so much focus on brick and mortar, so much focus on offline, right. uh, you know, trying to get Bitcoin into this store and that store. Well, we haven't even dominated the internet. I mean, it's a, it's a digital currency. Everything is virtual. And we're not even dominating the internet in terms of we're not even doing a lot of commerce online. So why are we even trying to get to the, the brick and mortar stores when we're not even on 10% of the, the, you know, the retail websites and stuff like that. Right. So I started thinking, look, you know, I, I will spend a lot of money trying to get retailers to accept bites and educating them. Why not set up a service where 
people could just get these gift cards and they can go to whatever retailer. Now, I don't have to beg this re retailer to accept Bison. Like, I don't have to go to Amazon and beg Amazon to accept Bison. You could just take your Bison, convert it to an Amazon card, get your reward points on top of that, and go to Amazon and buy whatever you need to buy or go to Domino's or, mm -hmm. or Netflix or you know, Microsoft, whatever. Have a so, <laughs> wherever you know, wherever you want to go, you know. So, so that's the thing. So we're building a, an entire infrastructure around Bytesend. Uh, we have a Daily Deals website that's coming out. We have another website that's going to be coming out very soon that's going to allow you to get di other digital currencies at a significant discount. Because I, I realized also with digital currencies that most of the guys right now that are you know in digital currencies, they're not really interested in buying a, you know, some jeans or buying sneakers or going and get coffee. I, let's be honest here. Right. They're interested in getting other digital currencies for pumps and dumps and all that other stuff. Yeah, it's a gamble. They're, they're, they're right. interested in gambling. Right. I, 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 let's be honest here. So I realized, hey, you know what? You, you have to give your customers what they want. So we're going to launch a website where you can get other digital currencies at a very nice discount using your bytes in and we're going to do it in a, a clever way and as as i get closer to launching it i will definitely let you know so maybe we can we can come back on the air and you know yeah, talk about course. it a bit more i'm i'm yeah. open to all coins i any any coin is more than happy you you, you see I, I i think i contacted you right yeah I, I contacted you and and you were more than happy to come on and and that's and that's genuine that's that's genuine uh, you you know you know somebody's not not cons well you know not a hundred percent but you know somebody's not being devious and in, in not coming on and being genuine on the radio. Uh, just to give you the reasons why, I I contact many coins, you know many coins that I think are have might go somewhere. And when and when the dev does not contact me back. I'll, I'll even I'll even take a message saying I'm too busy okay that's fine or I'm anonymous whatever but if you don't contact me back there's something strange about you because there's no reason not to do the show it's on my dime it's free PR for you why wouldn't right. you do it? it it makes no sense to me so you what you know and, and the fact that i don't i i won't promote any negativity there's no negative there's no need for negativity and i and i intentionally don't ask coins that are in the negative anyway so that being said you know you're here and you're, and you're talking on with on with me you know and i'm i'm you know i would i would consider myself a well-known person in in many communities Right. Yeah. You know, so, and it, it's it's this. I I asked you on the show because your coin is unique. It got my mother to use it, and she, she she knows, she doesn't understand anything. She doesn't know how how Bitcoin works. She she has no idea. She just knows that she clicks that button, she earns some coins, and she could buy some cards. That's it. It's that simple, and that's the that's amazing. But on top of that, you have merchant buttons in your wallet. Your wallet is packed. Your wallet has has a method of buying BYC directly. 
without right. using an exchange. So that's appealing. I mean, why? I don't have to go through an exchange. I could, you know, and that's a pain. No, nobody's going to figure out how to use an exchange, set up their, their two-part, their two-factor authentication, if they do that. I mean, send send money to the exchange, exchange it for Bitcoin, then then send it over to, uh, and then buy buy another specific coin, and then send that coin to the wallet. I mean, it, it's... It's it's too it's much. It's not going to happen. Too much for an average it's, person. It's ridiculous. It's too much. You know, and and then it's, and then the, then there's the talk. You know, I, I don't know if you ever heard me say it, but you know, there's assets in NXT. Yeah. You know, that you ever you ever heard of NXT before? Yeah, of course. NXT. So in NXT, there's assets. So I call that three levels deep, right? These people have to go three levels deep. So not only now that you have to buy the coin. Now you have to go in the wallet and buy the asset. And then when you want to sell the asset, now you got to sell the asset back to the NXT. And then, mm-hmm. you know, from the NXT, you got to sell it for the BTC. And then the, you got to sell the BTC for the fiat. For, for the fiat, exactly. What the hell? The pr- <laughs> well, that's the, that's the big rub. And, and that this is the reason why we're not seeing with all of the attention Bitcoin has been getting lately, you're still not seeing uh, the average user flocking to Bitcoin to even try to figure out what it is because once they hear about it and they say, okay, well, let me learn a little bit more. And after reading a couple of paragraphs, they're basically like, okay, this is just too confusing. I'm going on to something else. Right. And and that's part, and really and honestly, that's part of society today. You know, We have a short attention span. We're not really looking to delve in we we want things as simple as possible now i mean that's unfortunate but that's the way it is so i realize in everything that you're saying i i completely agree with you 100 percent that we're going about this the wrong way um i do believe you know people see me on twitter and you know i say things about bitcoin and you know i have a love hate relationship with bitcoin i know if bitcoin never existed there probably wouldn't be a bite sin and all the other different digital currencies out there so i have to give homage and respect to bitcoin however and there's a however in there um i I, when people talk about bitcoin being decentralized that's absolutely bs um just commission shows you that it's it's not decentralized maybe the protocol itself and everything yes but right now china dominates um, bitcoin mining um to the point where they're pretty much now dictating the direction of where Bitcoin is going. That to me is not decentralized. When you have all these server farms that are, you know, able to mine millions of dollars worth of, of Bitcoin a month, how how is that fair to the you know the average user who may not want to buy, who could be a college kid, for example, can't really afford to go and buy Bitcoin, but he does have a computer he wants to mine. You can't, and it'll take you a year or more to mine Bitcoin if you ever mine one on just a standard computer. So I thought that alone had to change. Forget about everything else. You know, you have to make mining as fair as possible. Now, once again, nothing is perfect. Bitesen is far from perfect. You know, we have our pros and our cons like everything else. But I've been trying, you know, I've been trying so hard to keep it as fair as possible where someone with a, you know, a, a standard laptop on a Celeron can actually mine bytes in. It's possible. You can 
you know, fire up a Celeron laptop and mine a few bytes in and go to the exchange if you want to sell it or go buy some some gift cards. Right. Now, will it be like that a year from now? Let's say if bytes in really becomes popular and, and you start having a bunch of people mining it. I, I don't know. But as for now, anyone with their standard you know, desktop or laptop can mine bytes in. But you're absolutely correct when you say that it's just too complex for the average digital currency. Not only mining it, but buying it, selling <laughs> it, it's just the whole system is too complex. Well, I think I mentioned it earlier. I think, I think the focus is, is not in the right direction. Right. They, the problem, problem here is that these coins are concentrating on features, right? And in order to get another price hike, I need a new feature. Oh, I need another feature. Oh, give me a feature. Can I buy a feature, please? No. No. You're going about it all wrong. Nobody gives a shit about your features. Only us geeks give a shit about it. Us geeks go, oh, cool, you know, because we're IT people. Right. But I go, I go to the bar and I tell a chick about the feature. She's going to look at me like I have three heads. <laughs> hey, what, right. what can I what? What is it? What's a blockchain? I mean, it's they, they have no, I mean, you'd be lucky if they know how to use their own computers. Right. You, they, it's, they, they're missing, they're missing the point. They're missing, no, nobody cares about the features. There's only, there's only one feature that I can't wait for. And that's SuperNet's instant decks. You ever heard of that? Uh, no, that I have not heard of. So you can educate me on that. that. It's a it's a decentralized exchange. Okay. So okay. people could trade with each other directly from their computers without having well, to use an exchange. There was there is actually it just launched a few days ago. It's called oh geez, Coinify I think it is a coin called something like that. It's I think it's C O N I F F E or something. And I just briefly read about it because I was on the go, but it's the first decentralized uh, exchange um, set up where there is no, like, you know, with Bittrex, obviously, there's the central server or whatever. It's completely decentralized. Even in terms of the payment, you have to use OKPay uh, to use it, and you have to set OKPay up with something. Like I said, I was just reading it on the go. And I said, I got to go and, and find out more about it. And, right. and on top of that, it's open source as well. So I'm sure there's going to be quite a few others that's going to copy the source and, and they're going to pop up. But that's that's huge. And I and I do agree with you that decentralized is the way to go, because unfortunately, we've had these exchanges get hacked or they right. claim they get hacked yeah. and the coins are gone. They get lost. Or, uh, yeah. and, and then you got that other threat where the government could just come in and force them to show show their uh, their, their ledger. <laughs> you know, right. Who's been ordering what? How much? How many coins did this guy get? Who? How much? How much is in this wallet? You know, and you know, all they need is a subpoena to walk right in. Right. And, right. And 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 that's a problem. That's that's absolutely a problem. And, and see, and that's the thing <clears throat> that I've been saying before in terms of not just with Bitcoin, with Bitesend, but there are so many different 
points of where you could say centralization with this. So, yeah, the coin may be decentralized, but the mining now is not decentralized. The way we exchange coins are not decentralized. I mean, when you go to when you have to convert your Bitcoin to, to fiat, you might if you're in the United States, you might use Coinbase. Well, I could tell you, you know, I'm not a fan of Coinbase. I, you know, I've used them for maybe a year or so, maybe a little bit more, right. and then out the blue, they they suspended my account. They, they, so of course, you know, it's funny. Yeah, they, I, I, they told me I, my credit wasn't good enough, and I started laughing. <laughs> I was like, Are you fucking shitting me or what? You know, it's almost at like eight. Are you shit? If my credit is not good enough, what the fuck's my credit got to do with Bitcoin? They told me. I I kid you not. I actually tweeted about this they told me that i'm running and basically they basically was saying like i'm running an illegal um uh, money transfer service or were accusing me of running a money transfer service well i'm like wait a minute i'm just using my bitcoin you know <laughs> to go on an exchange uh you know i may use it to like i i sometimes i might do something where like i'm giving away bounties or whatever and i don't want to use bytes in or the person doesn't want to accept bytes in for whatever reason so i you know i use bitcoin but that's primarily what i use it for to go on exchange mm-hmm. and for that and so the you know, one of the people who worked there was basically like well we need to see your license for a money transfer service but i'm like what are you talking about you know a money transfer service is when you're accepting money for bitcoin or vice versa you're the money transfer service i'm using your service just to convert my my bitcoins so they they basically were monitoring where i was sending right. my coins and, which then they were able to realize that i was sending it to an exchange and, and that so that's why and, and that in yeah. reality happens everywhere even in with fiat and banks you know it's mm-hmm. you know that that little clerk that makes fucking ten dollars an hour behind the counter sees your account and how much money you have in it I mean, right. they know when you're, I mean, it's it's actually a dangerous thing. They go tell a friend, you know, oh, this guy's got a lot of money and you're getting robbed the next day. You know, <laughs> right. you know right. th- then, then you got everybody on top of him that knows everything in your account. And then, you know, it's it, it goes on and on. The, the, the credit service, the card, the people that run that card for your debit, they know how much you're spending. You know, it's... By the time you know it, 50, 60 people know that you got sixty, seventy, seven hundred thousand dollars in your account. You know, and and that's fucked up. I agree. That's some you. fucked up shit. I'm, so you know, we we have a lot. I mean, we have a long way to go in terms of digital currencies and getting it right. Um, but I I will agree with you that it's kind of asinine to focus so much on features when there's only a group of people that know exactly what that feature does and it brings absolutely nothing to the table in terms of adoption right because that's that's the problem now uh, okay so bitcoin and this is my argument with bitcoin and i'm not look and i'm not slamming bitcoin i'm just making a point that they are the most well known right now digital currency when everyone talks about digital currency it's always bitcoin uh, they're not talking about Litecoin. They're not talking about ByteSend. They're not talking about Next. They're talking about Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin. Dell, right. Dell adapted it. Uh, I, IBM is actually looking into, uh, you know, using blockchains internally. Right, and and so are so many of the different financial institutions. And I said this a year ago on the forums, and people laughed when I said that within a year you're going to start seeing major banks 
start to really look at blockchain technology. And people laughed. They were like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. And sure enough, a year went by. And now you hear about city. You hear about all these different financial institutions. That, so this is the thing with, with Bitcoin. The problem with the, there's a couple of issues that I have with Bitcoin. One, it's it's too slow. If it's too slow for just regular online transactions, yeah. you you have a problem. Forget about offline. It's too slow. Mm-hmm. Now I know there are people that argue and they will say, well, yeah, there are services that that will do instant confirmations, yada yada, all this other stuff. But that should be native within the protocol itself. That should be the way Bitcoin is. It's too slow. The second thing, and this is this is when I try to explain blockchain technology to, you know, my computer geek friends that are not really into it yet. They're they're more you know they're older guys. You know they they know about Bitcoin, but they're not really into it yet. And when they find out that you have to download the entire blockchain, right? They're like, what the hell? Yeah. You know, so as as you know, as it continues to grow, you're gonna have what, 50 gigabytes, 100 gigabytes, you know, 300 gigabytes or more in your computer. I'm like, yeah, basically. I mean, there are wallets that are light wallets and all that other stuff, but if you really want to do the full money, you got to download the entire, you know, blockchain. So they're like, hey, that doesn't really make sense. It has to be a better way. So uh, you know, you, I explained you, to you them. Use Electrum, I think, right? Right. I mean, there, there, there are alternatives. And that's what I told them. You know, there are alternatives. But it, it, it goes back to Bitcoin obviously was the first. And I don't think when they created this, they didn't really know that it was going to you know, become as big as it did. And now because it's so big and there are things that can be changed. I mean, for example, you, you know, you heard about the debate back and forth when when they were debating about increasing the block size from you know one megabyte or whatever two megabytes to 20 megabytes you know the whole back and forth thing and the guys in china didn't want them to increase it for x you know, xyz reason i mean there were so many different reasons why they didn't want them to but at the end of the day you know they settled on a number but the problem the problem is with you know, Bitcoin for the fact that it is, is open source, and that's the thing with Bytes and Bytes and is not open source, and for a couple of different reasons. But because Bitcoin is open source, and because it really boils down to whatever network or whatever you know mining farm, you know has the most hash, pretty much dictates what's going to happen next. Because the biggest fear was with that, if okay, we change it and guys in China decide not to update their wallet obviously there's going to be a fork well who's going to follow what fork you know we had a huge debate about that like okay so if bitcoin forks who's going to follow what are we going to follow the guys in china or are we going to you know follow this network you know who's going to who's going to dictate which network is the correct network and i think that's going to even become more of a problem as bitcoin becomes more popular right and 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 and, and the last thing and I've and I've had this debate as well, and I think all digital currencies do face this. I will even say ByteSent may also face the same problem. But if a government really wants to shut Bitcoin down, it's nothing for a government to set up a huge ass server farm, spend a few million bucks, set up a fir- right. server farm, and control, yeah. and, and can control the hash. They don't have to go and buy up a bunch of coins. They don't need to do that. All they got to do is set up their own server farm, and control it. 
And I don't think people are realistic about this. I mean, forget about a government. Bank could do that if they wanted to. Yeah, I mean, it, so it's to sit there and, and believe that this is something that's that that's decentralized and, you know, no one can control it. That's not true. It's absolutely not true. No, so I, I, I agree. No, it's, they, I, they have unlimited. They have my tax dollars <laughs> using my fucking tax dollars against me. Right. But and, and it can happen. It can happen at any time. So. You know, that's one of the things, you know, when I when I discuss with people like, look, you can't focus on the technology so much, but focus you know, on getting people to understand, make it easy for people, get them using it. And then we go from there. Then you start adding the anonymous stuff. You start adding all the cool stuff. Right. But let's start getting people to actually use this thing. Right. So if, but, if the entire economy has over 51 percent. We don't have to worry about it. If if we got exactly. if we got the economy using it and hashing, fifty one percent, they can't do it. Right, right, and and that's and that's the key right there. That's why I favor solo mining, over you know pools and, and all that and, you know such stuff. Where if you have a bunch of people solo mining, if you have twenty thousand, thirty thousand different people, not only is it good for, and healthy for the network, but it's also good for the trading as well because like your mom for example so let's say if your mother mined 100 coins right and she's not really interested in selling anything right now she mined it she's happy she's mining it that's 100 coins that's off the exchange we're one of the only coins i think on bittrex there is roughly 88,000 coins on bittrex but we have over 600,000 coins that are mined so we're one of the only coins because most of the time when people are mining a coin they're using a pool it goes from the pool directly to the exchange it doesn't even go to their wallet they don't even bother downloading a right, wallet right it goes right so we have I, the majority I, I know i know this asshole in new york he power mines all the new coins that come out and then he just dumps it on people i mean this guy's right. a real jerk <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's what happens i mean it, most of the most of the miners don't have any intention of of holding on to their coin, so that's what makes Bitcent unique. Where we are really focusing on, you know, I would I would have to say the core of the the principles of Bitcoin, where it was supposed to be for the 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 you know the individual user, and it kind of just became an arms race, where it went from CPU mining to GPU mining to ASICs, and God knows what else is gonna. You know, pop up. I, I, and I, I, think, I think Satoshi himself factored that in already. He said in his paper that he knew that, you know, internet will get faster and, you know, bigger machines will come out. He did factor that in. Right. But I don't think they realized that huge server farms were going right. to pop up just to mine Bitcoin. I don't think anyone foresee, foresaw that. Because. I got to tell you, when I heard about, you know, the China first state in, in China, it's like this is becoming a way of, of, of really making money out there. And these guys invest a lot of money in these server farms and electricity. I guess, you know, the electricity is cheap. So they're able they're able to really build these farms out you know, at a quick pace and be up and running and make over a million dollars within a month of being up and running. 
I, I mean, that's just insane to me. Yeah, but then I started little, thinking. They're motivated people. <laughs> right. But but at the end of the day, that, that that's a security problem as well. Because now I had this argument with one of the guys and uh, from our community. I won't say his name. But he's 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 very bullish on Bitcoin. So I said, okay, but what happens if all the server farms in China, let's say if China, you know, decides, you know what, this is not for us, and you know they shut everything down at once, what happens to the network then when nearly half of the hash just goes down like overnight? Because we all know in China, it's anything is possible. It's over. It's because, over. Because it's a fact that 70% plus of all transactions of Bitcoin come from China. Exactly. That, so Remember that, remember that, that romance day they had? It's kind of like their Valentine's Day. And, yeah, yeah, I remember. And, and, they, and, and all of a sudden, Bitcoin shot up that day. And everyone's yeah. like, why is Bitcoin going higher? Well, duh. Yeah. It's it's freaking Valentine's Day for Chinese, for China. They're buying their girlfriend stuff. Girlfriends are buying their boyfriend stuff, using Bitcoin. Right, right. So, you know, so this this whole notion about you know focusing on technology, whatever, we have to start focusing on getting more people using this. Maybe getting more companies around the world to actually mine it, so it's not just centralized in one region or in one country. Because right now, like I said, it, it's centralized right now. But I will admit that that can happen to any coin. I mean, technically, it can, it can happen to Bitcoin as well. If a government decided, okay, you know what, this this coin is getting too much attention, let's set up a bunch of you know servers. CPUs. Let's start finding it. However, the only difference is it would be more of a pain in the ass unless yeah. if they they hacked it. You know, if they hacked it'll be, it, it'll be a big pain in the ass. Yeah, it'll you, be you a pain. Need, you'd need for every motherboard. I think there's a motherboard you put like 16 processors on one. And who knows if that even work? Right. But you know, and you'd need multiple servers, and the amount of the electricity you would use, CPU mining, it wouldn't be. It, they they wouldn't even bother. They wouldn't do it. They have bigger problems on their hands anyway. Right. Trying trying to destroy Bitcoin at the moment. <laughs> well, you know what? I I don't. I, I used to I used to be on a side where I used to think that. You know, they were out to destroy Bitcoin. And I don't think they're out to destroy Bitcoin anymore. I think they're out to adopt it. Bitcoin, meaning they're looking on how they can profit from Bitcoin and use the technology and clone Bitcoin. It's, uh, it's actually it's actually their their dream because right. they want a one-world government. Right. And this would give them a one-world currency. Everybody in the world using the same currency. And if they control it, that, that that's a dream of theirs. That that would that would be something that that would that would be very beneficial to them. So, right. So now I I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's 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 regarding bites in. So you're there in the early days. You know you mind a few. Um, uh -huh. your your mom mind a few. In, in terms of mining. Um, now I know you 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 do your 
your S script and you mine with your S script. Mm -hmm. But if you had to choose, you know, if you said, okay, you know what, I'm going to choose between CPU mining like with Byteson or S script. Let's say you had no other, you know, choice. So you had to be one or the other. Let's say all digital currencies started, you know, focusing on how we're doing it. What would you prefer at the end of the day? Do it the old way with S script, setting up, you know, your machines, or doing it with your CPU, where, you know, you could just mine the way you mine with Bytesim. But, but the the caveat here. It'll, it'll you, depend you, which one's more profitable. I was just gonna say, but it, it's it's still gonna be profitable because really, honestly, Bytesim is very profitable. When you mine Bytesim, like roughly right now, Bytesim I think is worth like eight point, uh, eight point eight cents, something like that, like. It's like eight cents, give or take, or nine cents. Right. Um, on average, if you have a decent CPU, you can mine anywhere between thirty to fifty. Maybe some. Some we have some people that are mining like roughly seventy um, bytes in on just one machine, but roughly thirty to forty bytes in per day. Uh, that's one machine. Now, a lot does of net, does network stake have a toll in it? If somebody has a lot more coins, do they get a lot more by mining? No. No, however, if you, what we did was, if you have, you know, X amount of coins, you don't have to enter the capture every hour. So the more coins you have, the longer you can mine without having to enter the capture. So like I explained to you earlier, now we're, we're actually in 1.4, we're making even, you know, 1.4 even more easier for the layman. Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty much, you know, idiot proof. I hate to use the word idiot, but it's pretty much idiot proof but one thing we did was where we we removed the capture out of there because there have been people that's been complaining about capture whatever and we made it you know sms so it's going to send you a text message to your phone and you take that code and you enter enter it in and you start mining so obviously the purpose of that is to detract from people using bots or people trying to game the system or whatever uh, we feel, you know, the majority of individuals now have a cell phone. If you don't have a cell phone, then it's, there's a problem. And that, that's um, a good idea. I, I think lately there's a there's a hack to not have to put the 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 capture in, right? Right. Well, there was there was an individual who he he found, like I said, he kind of bypassed it. Now we released the patch, and that you know that disabled what he did. And it's always a cat and mouse game. When you have something right. where, you know, there's some type of security, there are going to be people that are going to come in and they're going to try to the game, the system. I mean, that's right. just the way it is. Reverse engineer it. Right, exactly. Um, and I have to be honest with you. We've had people that say, hey, you know what? I've been able to do X, Y, and Z. You know, this is how I did it. And they contact me behind the scenes. They're not really out to destroy anything or to cause any harm. But they just have the thrill of being able to find, find ways around. Yeah, exactly. I give them a bounty, fix it, release a patch, and you know we move forward. So the SMS is a great way also of detracting from, as we start to get popular, you don't have like farms like, like we were just talking earlier in China deciding, hey, you know what? Hey, let's start mining bites in. And they start setting up these networks because, you know, Entering an, an SMS, even every 24 hours, every 23 hours, it's a pain in the butt. Um, but for the people who are home, and they, you know, they want to earn a few bucks, you know, a day or you know, 
20, 30 bucks. Right, my mom's every... a housewife, so she just walks over to her computer every Right. <laughs> no, it's, it's perfect. You know, you got that college kid, you want some extra money. It's 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 perfect for that. And that's the and that's our demographic. You know, we're trying to go after the person who doesn't really want to go out and, and, and buy bites in per se, but they're interested in learning more about digital currencies. Yeah, now Okay. But th there's one other thing. But then the, the guys in our community, like the people that are listening to this, the real, you know, crypto fanatics, I mean, there's a benefit for them as well. Because, you know, those guys, if they go out on exchange and they buy the Bison, as Bison start to grow, the value of Bison is going to slowly go up. Um, there are people in our community now that see, you know, if you look at the chart, it's been pretty stable. We do get dumps every now and then. Look. Google gets dumps, Facebook gets right. dumps, Microsoft gets dumps. If there's trading, there's always going to be a person that comes in every now and then that's going to dump. Just gotta pay but we, right, there's somebody that's going to say, "Hey, you know something? I need some quick cash. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dump." But it's been stable. It's been, it's been roughly the same price for the last couple of months now. We've gone up a few cents, going down a few cents. But it's been roughly stable. So if someone is looking for a digital currency that they can really invest in and not have to, you know, wake up in the middle of the night and look at the charts because they're scared it's gonna go down, like you said, from you know, thirty thousand Satoshi to ten Satoshi, then you know, bison is for them. It's time to buy. Now, if they're looking say again, I'm sorry. It's time to buy. Right, right. <laughs> and that's what I tell people that's how I if do. you but if you're looking for a coin that's going to go up 10 times value in a month, that's not Bitsin. We're, you know, our growth is slow, but we're stable. Um, and if you're looking for a coin where you can actually do something with it, something tangible, then it's definitely Bitsin. Because like I said, we have the BYCBWars.com and we have the Bitsin card also as well that people could purchase now. But we're going to be going to retail very soon where it's the card goes into your regular USB port. It's a minor hot, you know, hot wallet, cold storage. So when you take it out, you can take it on the road with you. You can have your, you, you, your coins on you. You know, it's, you know, it's funny and I don't know how coincidental this is, but I had the idea before you did. <laughs> I saw those things on Alibaba and I was like, yo, it was like, I could get, I could get, you know, my, my coin printed on it. And you know, offer it as as like a feature for saving your coins on, it, you know, or or, right. have, or put like Fibre OS on it, and have right. people walk around with Fibre OS, which is like a Linux, and you can just plug it in and have access to your your wallet. So right. I, I I actually thought of it, and then and then then I saw you do it. I was like, oh, son of a bitch, he got to it. Well. Well, the thing, see, the thing is, and it goes back to what we were discussing earlier about easy use. So I realized, look, you know, when you when you have a small company and, you know, you don't have a huge marketing budget, you have to find ways of getting people to, you know, pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah. So the idea behind the card was always to go retail with it, <coughs> excuse me, and offer a few bites in with it so when you buy it you'll get five dollars worth of bites in but also you know there'll be uh you know promotional material with it explain like if you hook it up and you plug it in or whatever you're able to mine and you could use the coins to get gift cards and you know our daily deal website that we're going to be launching soon and all the other great stuff 
so that's what we're what we're doing we're kind of you know targeting that average individual who is not really going to go out and purchase you know these coins but will love to be able to get these coins for free and then use them to buy something right and then you got the investors like i said the guys that are listening to this this right now and the guys that are out there that who trade who could see the value in this and as this grow and they come in and they buy the coins because now they hold these coins or whatever and as the value goes up there's like a there's like a symbiotic relationship going on there so that's so that's what we're trying to do we're not trying to you know replace commerce with or i should say replace fiat with bytes in and use that for commerce we're trying to complement what's already out there well, so you can have well let's let's get back to what we were saying before because this this is the ultimate problem you know none of these coins are going to get popular i don't care what feature you come out with uh, crowdfunding, yeah, that that worked out well. Uh, you know, you know, mixer mixers, right? Um, you know, what what other features have they come out with? Uh, you know, they, there's oh. there's nothing that's co- going out to to actual real people. And nobody gives a shit about the features. The only reason why anyone gives a shit about a feature is so that they could wait for the next pump. Right. <laughs> I mean, features coming out. I know pumps coming. Right. You know, that's that's true. Time to that's buy true. before it happens, and then sell when it happens. It, it, right, it's, and, and that's that's the game. And and now now they you know they even two steps before that you know most most people that know about it even before the regular people that know about it you know buy the coin you know and pump it and dump it right before the actual news comes out. Right. So you you see that the the features are, are pointless at this point because you you're not forming that bridge. Once you form that bridge to normal people and get them using it, then you could. Everything will fall in yeah, place. You, you, Everything you will fall in place. Cre- create a button for for every feature. I don't give a shit, but but do it. You know, get people get people to know it. And there's a lot of education to go with this. I mean, we we need services that that educate people on this. Uh, but well, if you make it as easy as ByteSense, you know, you download this application, click the earn button, boom, you're done. That's it. That's how easy it is. And, and you know, you know what, you know, you know what, Chris, I approached the coin recently, and I told them about this idea I had. I said, listen, I was like, your coin is proof of stake, right? And I love I love playing with wallets. The coin is proof of stake, and it's not really doing anything. And to be honest, I'm an average person goes to work every day, and your coin is fucking boring. It's it's boring. I'm I'm bored out of my mind. I just want to dump it and go into something more fun. And I I recommended let's put a let's why why don't you insert like a multi-pool into the wallet you know so somebody even though it's proof of uh stake i'm sorry oh no no it's proof of work which nobody's really mining uh at least it, it won't just like stay there doing nothing at least now somebody can actually click a button that says earn and it'll mine a multi-pool you know it won't be a mool a pool that mines directly to a blockchain but it's you know how multi-pools work is 
they buy other coins and then they dump them and buy and cash out for the coin you want. Right. So, so why not put a button inside the wallet and have the, the wallet mine directly to a dedicated pool for ByteSend or, you know, whatever, whatever coin, coin, whatever, whatever the hell it is. Why? And like, oh, no, it's a bad idea. And, you know, they came up with every reason in the book not to do it. And I'm like, once again, your coin is boring. You're killing me. I, at least right. with proof of stake, I could sit there and watch the coins come in. That's fine. Well, you got a little backwards. You mean proof of work. Proof of work is your mining. Proof of stake is where you're staking the coin. It, you know, you can't basically mine it anymore. But, yeah, but I, I, I agree 100% with you. You see where I'm going with this? Like, uh, proof right. of stake, at least I see coins coming in. But the proof of work coins, you open the wallet and it's dead. It's like, all right, I got this much coin. Yeah, what do I yeah, do you, now? Yeah, you got it backwards again, uh, uh, Lutz. Um, yeah, proof of work, mining, proof of stake is the boring one. That's basically you open your wallet, you have your coins staking, you get a few coins if you have enough coins, you know, as interest or whatever. Proof of work is what we've been talking about, like with bytes and Bitcoin and, and everything else. But well, with... Well, it, no, it's not backwards. You see, the proof of work, there's proof of work coins out there that don't have the earn button. Oh, okay. Wait, right, wait, right, right, right. Well, you, you just watch this flaccid wallet. Got it, got it. And, and it, it really does nothing for me. I mean, you might as well put a dirty picture on there so I can look at it. <laughs> right. No, you're absolutely right. And and that was the thing. And, and you know something, and I got to tell you, um, I used to live, for a little bit, I used to live in Atlantic City. And, you know, some of the people out there who may not know what Atlantic City is, it's a town where you can go and you can, you can gamble because I know we have some international listeners here. But, uh, so, you know, I lived very close to a casino. And when I used to go there, so, you know, sometimes we'd go for drinks or whatever. You have those the machines that would go off and they were like, they would make the noise and everybody would stop and look to see what's going on in the excitement. There has to be some excitement involved yeah. with right with what what you're doing because like you said you're not going to really want to do it I mean, um, even, even the multi pools you know when, when if i like i like the pools that actually have a ding every time you find the block like ding <laughs> ding ding i'm like oh score son <laughs> you know and that's a good idea like i say we, we're going to do something like that with with bites and we're going to and i think you and i were talking about that early before the show like i'm going to put some type of ding or something into the wallet so every time you find a coin you know you, you're like yeah i found the coin but yeah, exactly. I, I i you know proof of stake i've talked about this uh before on other shows i have mixed feelings about proof of stake i do believe uh proof of stake has its place um you know in in the whole crypto sphere and things like that but I just think that proof of stake, it's it's a little too early for it. Um, you know, you only have, once again, like us geeks, the, the, the tech guys out there, you know, the guys that know about digital currencies, fine. But you're not going to convince someone um, to buy a proof of stake coin at this point that has, doesn't know anything about digital currencies or anything like that. They're yeah, not well, going to come in. In the end, every single proof of stake coin is kind of deflationary, right? It's kind of geared towards always the price always going down. 
Sort of. Um, that's that's the theory. The prop my my problem is I'm gonna explain to you what my problem is, and this is with mostly all digital currencies that you can't really mine anymore. Whether it's just a you know proof of stake coin or you know like Bitcoin where the average user can't mine it, but you know you got these you know farms or whatever mining it. The problem is this: when you try to convince someone who knows nothing about digital currencies to come in and buy a digital currency, well, the first thing is, why am I buying it? Like, what's the benefit from me buying it? Why the hell should I buy this thing? Right. So then you know you, you tell the usual spiel about it being anonymous in a way that you know you don't have to worry about fees, all this other stuff. And the answer is always so what? You know, I got my credit card. I can go to Amazon or whatever. I can use my credit card. Like, what's the added right. benefit? So yeah. now, if you then when you tell them that, well, also the value doesn't stay the same. That you know, you buy this at a hundred dollars, it might go down to ninety-eight dollars. It might go down to eighty dollars, or it might go up to one hundred and fifty dollars. You just don't know. Right. So you know, then the next thing they say, this sounds more like a scam to me. Like, what what are you talking about? So then you gotta get, you gotta go into the whole explanation. <clears throat> Which most people don't even understand how fiat works and the whole monetary system beyond fiat. And then they're trying right. to explain it to currency. So it, that's the thing that you and I were discussing earlier. You have to have something, whether it's just something unique or something in terms of a value that they're getting from using your coin. So if they're going to get a discount on gift cards or they're going to, you know, be able to get this specific product that they were not able to get anywhere else or they're going to get shares in a company that's legitimate not the crap that we've been seeing like with you know these other coins i'm not going to name any other coins but a legitimate company like let's say amazon for example have been thinking about issuing a digital currency for some shares in amazon so something like that where they see the added benefit and sure but unfortunately with proof of stake there is no real benefit for someone that's looking to buy, let's say, a T-shirt or, you know, looking for commerce to use it for commerce to buy a proof of stake coin. So that's where the proof of work comes in, because you're not really being forced to buy anything. You put it on your computer, you mine. Yeah, I, I, you know, I mine a few coins. I'm happy. But you do get that individual that you know, they fall in love with the coin because they mined a few and they're like, OK, you know something? I think I want to buy more. So they kind of get introduced to it first. It's kind of like a trial before you right. buy, buy before you buy type of thing. Mm -hmm. So they, they get to mine it. They like it. And they're like, you know what? I want to buy more. I like, I like this. And then they go and they buy more. But you don't get that same type of you know, attraction when you get a proof of stake. Like you said, it's kind of boring. Right. So I agree 100% that if you have a coin and it's proof of stake, you need to do a little something else by maybe adding a multi-pool function in, within the wallet so you can kind of mine something else and get it because make if it, not... You... Make it fun. Make it fun. Right. I mean, who, it, it, think about it. If it was... And, and we have these phones these days with like Snapdragon chips that... Or what, what is that? Like quad-core, I think, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, a monster, it's a monster chip in a phone. And, you know, if, if, you, could, if you could just... Put the the like the bytes and wallet in the phone app and use that quad core chip to to mine coins. People will do it as they're walking. So they'll turn it on. They'll turn it on at work and start mining on their phone from work. You know, everybody's connected to the internet with their phone. It should be simple. 
it's no, it, there's, there's so many innovative ideas to get people to have fun with this and and the fun part should involve mining it should involve mining or, or earning you know because people want to earn people want to make make free money there they want revenues they want different avenues of revenues and right you know they'll they'll do it while they're at work you know they, they'll they'll do it anywhere you know they, they'll be they'll go to the bathroom they, they'll probably press the button you know they'll press the button <laughs> everywhere no hold on right. babe not now i'll be right there you know i gotta press this button no you're right no, you're absolutely right. I I think I think the power behind digital currencies is the mining. I've said it numerous times, and I'll I'll continue to say it. I think that's that when Satoshi came up with this whole thing, he was absolutely on point with the mining. But it's become perverted over the you know the over the years to the point where it's it's not fun for the average digital currency because no, like you it. said it's 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 right. Because you know it's too complex for the average user. So even if you're you're on it with a new coin that just launched, if you don't know how to set up the miners, so if you don't have you know decent hardware to to mine, whether it's GPUs or ASICs or you know a, a decent CPU, you're not going to really mine many coins. I, I, and I, I remember my my yeah. first computer in the winter. I put the I overclocked the crap out of the cards and I put it in the window. <laughs> and, it, and it was so fast and frozen. <laughs> it was so awesome. It was, it worked yeah, but it's, but that's the thing though. You're 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 a tech guy. You know, if you try to get the average guy to even attempt to do that, they they be like, "What the hell, man? I'm not doing this crap." So I think you know, for the guys out there that's listening, that's even thinking about developing a coin, yeah, you know, that's what you guys got to focus on. You got to focus on making it as easy as possible for the, for the, you know, for the for the average indiv- individual, because not everyone is going to want to buy a digital currency. Or, or not everyone. Wa- or target a market. Get, right. Tar- and, and target I- a market and give it purpose. And that was going to be my next thing. You know, don't try to be. The, the everything coin. I, uh, I've discussed this um, on another show where we, we, we talk about all the different digital currencies, how there's like over a thousand or whatever. Right. And you know, and I say, well, I don't agree with all these coins being out there because I know a lot of them is garbage. But I do believe that we do need multiple digital currencies. Like we have multiple fiat currencies and we have multiple credit cards. You should have multiple digital currencies. And each digital currency can cater to something different. You know, trying to trying to replace the dollar is I mean that's a huge undertaking. Or trying to be the next, you know, American Express or the next Visa that's a huge undertaking. Right. But if you're if you're targeting a, a niche market, if you're targeting something specific and you do it well, you're going to get people to use it. So if you have something, let's say for example, designer coin or clothes coin or whatever, where you can use that coin on, let's say uh, one of the the major retailers like Saks Fifth or Bloomingdale's or Macy's or whatever, and you get a significant d- discount, and you work out something with these these retailers, you're gonna get people that's gonna use that. You know, you're gonna get people that's gonna want to even invest in that coin because it's like you said, it serves a purpose. But when you got these guys that come out, like there was a coin, and you know, I, I won't say the coin's name, but. Uh, you could it, it basically well i'm gonna to have to say the coin's name unfortunately now that i think about it but 
basically it was a copy of Craigslist and you used a couple of your of your coins to post on the blockchain right now I just didn't understand it because Craigslist is free yeah, you can post stuff? on Craigslist for free right why, why am I gonna pay to post when I could just go to Craigslist like that doesn't that so that's that's almost inventing a problem to solve it like that's not that's not really solving anything so I'm not gonna download a wallet you know this is now layman now I'm not gonna download a wallet then I gotta buy these coins to post something someplace and hope someone sees it when I could just go to Craigslist and do it all for free and I know tens of thousands of people are going to see it in my area so that right there is good intentions that just, right. you know, it just wasn't thought out. But if you have a coin that can give you a significant discount on something that you know people are really interested in, or a coin that's, you know, we've seen this before, like tied to a video game and it's done really well, right. Actually, I was gonna then, mention, you know, you'll have something the special. Like the, the video game ones that are coming out, I noticed the trend now with the video game right. ones. And uh, it, that, that's great because you're targeting right. kids that play video games. That's a niche. Right. Right. But, you know, in, in a side note, and I, uh, this is something else I always talk about, too. When we say successful, and, and everyone's definition of success or successful is different. You know, you have people that think a coin is only successful if the market cap is you know, above a million or above whatever number, and you got a bunch of people trading it. Some people think it's successful uh, when it goes you know, 100 times within you know, a certain amount of time or whatever. You know, my definition of successful is a coin that's stable, that people are actually using it. You know, people are buying it. People are trading it. People are using it to buy something. Market cap means absolutely nothing because there are there are quite a few coins out there that have market caps of well above a million and no one uses those damn coins. Yeah, you know they're trading it, but they can't be really used for anything. I mean, if you look at Bitcoin, if you're absolutely honest about Bitcoin, Bitcoin has what a three point something billion dollar market cap. No one is really using Bitcoin, but, but besides really speculating, you know, you're not really going and using Bitcoin to buy a house. Yeah, it to technically you can do it, but most people are not using it for that. They're using it to buy other altcoins and they're using it for speculating and you know, some people out there are using it for nefarious reasons. But for the most part it's that's primarily what it's being used for. So but we can't judge a coin's success by market cap and we can't judge a coin's success by you know, you know the, the amount that's being it's being traded at. So you know, Bitcoin is it's like I said, it's right. worth. Let's just round it up to nine cents. So is Bitcoin less successful than another coin that's worth, let's say, a dollar coin, but no one really uses it? You know, I I think not. So my definition of success of a coin is just people actively using it and right. and it actually serves a purpose. So I you know I hope the developers that you know come out. Uh, with new coins in the future, they kind of shift focus and, like you said, and start going after something a little bit more specific. And, like you said, I agree with you 100% with the game coins that are out there. 
Um, I I think if they're if they if they're legitimate and they're doing what they're supposed to do, I think that's actually a really great idea because, like you said, you're targeting kids or young adults and some adults as well because you know, I play games on my phone every now and then. Um, but it, it it it's it's perfect because it's like a natural fit. You know, you got the digital currency, then you got the game. You win something, you get a few coins, and boom, everybody's happy. It's purpose. You got to give it purpose. That that's what it comes down to at the end. So. You know, kudos right. to you, bro. You right. did a great job with this coin. I, and I, I look forward to see what you come up with in the future. And I, I, I hope you keep your mind open tonight to uh, possibly even going into those avenues of gaming and, you know, any, any avenue that allows ByteSense to adapt to more people. Right. You know, it's it, oh. instead of just you know most of these coins with their silly features that don't help because it's this it's bill and bob from the crypto world that that's always that's, that that you, you'll always get it's, it, you're not going to get any new people right right and, and and for the record yeah man i'm i'm really open to doing just you know new things with bites in and trying to and that's what i've been doing man i've you know we went in in the beginning we, we in one direction and we're like okay gotta shift focus a little bit and that's what we've been doing and that's the reason why i didn't you know stay to a rigid roadmap because i knew that we would have to adapt so yeah if someone came to me and they, they developed a game and they're like you know we would like to incorporate bites in into this i'd be more than happy to you know yeah collaborate with someone on that because i think that's key we have to i i, I you know and, be, and before we go it's you know I, I believe in baby steps. I believe you, you gotta you, you gotta take your time, especially when you are introducing the world to new technology. Uh, you know the internet didn't become you know as as big and as popular as it is now overnight. It took a long time to convince people. You know in the beginning we were all young, but in the beginning. You know, there there were people that thought the internet was going to be a fad. Like, oh, why do I need to go on, online to look at information when I got the yellow pages and I can call information on my phone? I mean, saying that now, that sounds absolutely ridiculous. But that's what was said. And the same thing with the personal computer. Uh, and that's a, a little bit before my time. But you know, back then, it was, well... Yeah, you know, why would someone want to use that? You know, we have the typewriters and, and and all this other nonsense. But I mean, you can you can't see a house now, a household without at least one computer in it. So I, the same thing is going to happen with digital currencies. Right now, everyone is like, "Well, what the heck do I need that for?" Like that makes absolutely no sense. And I, I guarantee, you, in less than a decade, they're going to be commonplace, like your phone and like everything else. But I really believe we're going about it the wrong way. I, I, I believe and I agree 110% with you that easy use has to be the main thing. But also, we got to stop focusing on the features and start focusing on adoption, but focusing on adoption in a more realistic way. And stop trying to get the Starbucks of the world to accept Bitcoin or whatever other digital currency. Because, okay, so like, okay, so Starbucks accepts which Bitcoin, are, which, so what? Which are mostly false promises, because I haven't seen one do it yet. Right, it's not, it's not, and, and even so, that doesn't really, it's, it doesn't matter because it's so damn convoluted to use Bitcoin in a brick and mortar environment. It's not even worth it. 
Um, I know there are some technologies out there that's that's trying to make it a bit easier in terms of like like same thing like um, Apple Pay when you take your phone and you tap it and all this other stuff. But we're still behind the curve on that. So we should be focusing right now on you know, dominating the internet, dominating online transactions before even attempting right instead of trying to get into brick and mortar because brick and mortar is trying to get out of brick and mortar and go on online so everyone is shifting from right from brick and mortar to online and here we go trying to shift from online to brick and mortar it it doesn't really make much sense yeah and i I can tell you the overhead cost of running a bakery is ridiculous i mean if, if i could sell you know bakery goods out of my house i do that there's, there's, it, between between the health department coming in and finding your ass for every little goddamn thing and and uh, you know, all the you know having the expense of hiring more employees to clean the place and they, it, it's 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 really difficult to run a, a brick and mortar business to, and, and be profitable at the same time and be profitable right and you, you know you forgot about rent. Yeah, um, and, and, the, and the rent here in New York is ridiculous. Oh, uh, it's ridiculous, man. Four to four it's to ten thousand dollars a month. I mean, if you if you open up a pizzeria, what are you gonna make? A hundred bucks a, a, for your pocket? I mean, right? You know, if if that, you're probably gonna. That's why most of them close within the first few months. Right. Yeah, it's 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 difficult, man. So that's why a lot of a lot of the mom and pops stores you know when people when people you know start new businesses they're not even looking at brick and mortar anymore they're looking at doing everything oh, online yeah. i was thinking the same but, thing I'll, I'll make some rainbow cookies and ship them out of my house right so it's just more cost effective it's it's a lot easier and you don't have to worry about the headache of like you said you know paying a bunch of employees and stuff right off the bat now obviously as you grow you could decide to hire someone you know, else to come in to help, but I'm the type running of guy a not to hire every anybody, dude. I do. Anything. <laughs> I'll stay there twenty four seven. I'll mop the floors. I'll clean the kitchen when I'm done, and I'm, I go home. You know, I I, I had a I had a, a Spanish employee, uh, you know, and he 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 was late like three days, and I was in the fourth day, he called up, and I said, "Don't worry, stay home." And every time he would call, I'd say, "Nah, stay home." Don't worry, stay home. And he, he, eventually, he's like, "Do I still have a job?" And no, you don't. Stay home. Hey, they, this, there's no point in you coming because now I'm making your salary. Thank you. Right. You know, right. and I, I, and at the end of the day, when I was done making the bread and the cakes and the and the, the, the cookies and the pastries, I, I, I just, you know, I, I put on another clean shirt and I mopped the floor, and I, and I, and I did the dishes. And I did everything he did. It took me a few hours, and I went home. And I took his pay. I gotta tell you a little side note. You're making me hungry right now. <laughs> I'm thinking, thinking about cakes and pa- um, pastries, man. Oh, I'm fast, dude. I'm a good. I'm. I was a good baker, dude. I, I, I used to. I used to have a, a, a table 40 feet long. I'm mean, not 40 feet. Well, let's see. One, two, three, four. It was about 20 feet long, right? Uh, but there was two of them, so it's about four, it's forty feet, and it was a big bakery, a Mario and Sal's in uh, in Queens. Okay. It's on the corner. It was on the corner near Romano, Romano Cleaners on Bell Boulevard, 
and it I used to put all the the sponge on the table all of them and one by one I, I used to make one cake fully done with you know happy birthday on it probably about maybe 40 40 seconds each wow that's how fast they used to bang them out boom 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 it was people were like holy shit I mean, that, that that was that was that was my my forte in the bakery. You know, making bread was my my worst. I hated making bread. Right. You sound like you miss it though. I do. I do miss. You know what I miss? I miss being my own boss. That's what I miss. And now I work for a Fortune 30 company as a network engineer. Right. Partially network administrator. And uh, I mean, it, it's 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 a shitty corporate world. I mean, yeah, you know, you, you got to be nice when, when, you, when you really don't want to be nice. You know, when, when I want to tell somebody to stick it, I can't really say. You got to put your head down and be nice. You know, it, you, when, when, when you know people are playing you, you know, you have to roll with the punches because, you know, you have to, everything, and, and then there's all the corporate baloney and, and gossip and, you know, people sucking ass so you know just to get ahead right you know and, and i'm not the type of guy i i work hard that's what i do i don't i i'm, I'm not i'm not here to i don't come to work to make friends you know so you know it's it's you know it, it's a it's a tough it, it's a tough environment you know you you, you got to compete with people that kiss ass and and i i'm the person i'm the type of person that doesn't kiss anybody's ass I don't need to, you know, and, and you could see that I, I come from a place where I, I feel I don't need to, right? You know, because right. I, I, at one point in time I was better than all of them. I was better than every single one of them. Yeah. I was, I was doing better as far as far as money. You know, right. so it's yeah, it's it's a tough world out there, man. But you know what? If if we could get crypto adopted and using it. And, and you know, I would I would love to open up another bakery and, and accept crypto. I mean, we probably get one customer a month. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what? At, as the owner of the store, we could incentivize more. You know, for, right? You know, fifty percent off on a cake if you buy if you buy you know because technically the cake doesn't cost that much. You know, it, it's a huge markup. So you, right. you know, get get the cake for half price if you use Bitcoin. That would bring everybody to using Bitcoin. Well, that's that's what's going to be needed for any digital currency to get adoption, and you're going to have to have some type of significant incentive for someone to to use it. Um, so if they're if they're going to go through the hassle of converting their fiat into you know whatever digital currency it is, or they're going to take the time to mine it, there has to be some significant you know something there right. uh, incentive to you know make them want to do that but listen we we forgot so to your listeners out there right. you go to byc.rewards.com oh. and if you use the coupon supernet all together one word you'll get 10% off your order so if you buy a $100 gift card you know Amazon gift card you get 10% off you get $10 off uh, it, it, you know, you could use it on any gift card, any any amount. So, you know, you can get a twenty-five dollar gift card, fifty dollar gift card, seventy-five, whatever. 
uh, and you'll get 10% off. So for the first 10 users out there, uh, you know, it's first come, first serve, 10% off. And it's it's valid into until uh, Monday. I think it was set for for Monday, so you only got today and tomorrow to use it. And what they go to BYC Rewards, and what do they put in? Yeah, so they go to BYCRewards.com. They right. you know they select whatever gift card they want, right. and when you go into the checkout, you'll have the option to enter your coupon and just put in Supernet. That's it. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they you know oh, to thanks, get the ten percent off. Yeah, I yeah, I. I, 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 I I I like to invite you to uh, to Supernet Slack. It's open to everybody. Oh, absolutely. You should yeah, you, you should come in and and start and you know may, maybe there's some people that might be offended or still have a hold a rash against you. But you know they, they everybody you know over time things heal. Right. And and you know I think that. A good business mind like yours is is necessary inside inside our group. Um, right. You you have a good business frame of mind, and you know, and, and and you have a good ideology of thinking. So, you know, you you definitely fit in. You know, so that that it, it's it's open to the public. You can go to supernet.org and and get and come in Slack. And you know, there's there's like over eight hundred users in there. Absolutely, man. I will definitely uh, join up, you know, check out your community and uh, engage. I, you know, and the funny thing is, look, I don't care who you are, um, you know, what industry you're in. You're always going to have critics. You're, you know, you can't always agree and you're not going to get along with everybody. That's just life, man. So, you know, I have critics like everyone else has critics. And I look, man, I take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, I live by, you know, I tell people this all the time. I say, you know, I say, you know, your critics and your haters, and you wish them a long life so they can so they can see you succeed in life. It's, you know, I don't It's a it's a tough life, man. It's it's and you know, some of us have it or had it a lot, a lot tougher than other people right. have had it. You know, so right. so you know, like lo- losing money to me is nothing because I know what it's like to live outside of my car. Right. You know, I'm like, okay, so I'm back here again whatever i'll build my way up again you know and, right. and, that, and that was after i i had you know lost the bakery business and uh you know I, I was i was i was doing pretty bad man i was out there hurricane sandy hit me i was living in my car for a while uh you know I, I didn't ha- i didn't have renters insurance you know so I, I lost everything i had and i just fucking lived out of my car i mean you know it's it, and, and that's it's rough you know and, and you know if if somebody finds a way to, to make some money, you know, you gotta you gotta remember, in crypto when you invest in any of these coins, I don't care how good it looks, you're gambling, and that's right. the risk you're taking. And and if somebody wins, and you lose, just don't be upset about it. You lost. You lost the you lost the game. It's a game. I mean, yeah. you, you 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 bet on something that you probably shouldn't have bet on. Uh, you know, you you listened to to FUD, and you 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 know you bought into what people said. That's you know they lesson learned, right? You don't listen to people; you listen to yourself. So you you, right. you you find those you know those dimensions of you know those variables when when 
faring out a coin, whether it's, you know, it's it's a, a, a possibility to buy it or not. You know, so, yeah, and, and in time, all things heal. I mean, they, I, I, I believe that. I mean, I, I, th- I, th- I think at one point I was upset at you. Good. <laughs> I'm sure. I think I was. I, I think it was something with Veracoin, I think. But I, 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 I was a yeah. virgin then. I should have thought. I, I honestly, you, you were saying, you were saying it's gonna, it's gonna go down. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna be. I, I, you, you were saying, you know, negative things, and you know, I was a virgin. And, and I was. Right, that's and, what and, it was, right? And, and I was like, I was like, you know, no, this is a great coin, you know. And rule number lesson learned: never fall in love with a coin. Never, right. never fall in love with a coin, ever. I don't care what the hell it is. It, it's uh, it's all a gamble. You don't fall in love with the with the dice. The dice will screw you. Well, that's that's yeah. trading in general, man. That's trading in general. Whether right. you're trading coins or you're trading stock, you know you gotta you have to go out and you, you gotta use common sense, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I tell my community all the time: you know, bite scent. If you're looking for a quick pump, Bitesin is not it. You know, it, I've I've told everyone from the beginning, it's going to be a, a marathon. It's not going to be a sprint, and you're going to see the value over time. You know, go up at we add things for it to go up. You know, you, you, as, you know, you know what angers me even more. The fact that people go, oh, the price is not going up. Oh, oh, it, it, come on, Dev, do something. <laughs> oh man. I'm like, like uh, uh, you show uh, me, do do you do something? Uh, oh, God. you know, look, look at me, bro. I get involved. You uh, know, I, I I like Supernet. I created Supernet Radio. I get involved. I do something positive for the coin. Do something. If everybody came up with it, something positive to do for the coin, maybe we would adapt to normal people quicker. Uh, now you you're really preaching to the choir. You, you do not know how many PMs I get from people where, you know, they're like, oh, well, what's going on? Why the price isn't going up? Or why this isn't happening? What do you want me to do? Like, you know, I don't, I don't control the market. I can't make the market. If I can make the market go up, I would make the market go well, up. Well, there's so many things you could do for the coin. Do something positive for the coin. Exactly. Uh, just recently, the, a coin, a coin, I, I, I created a multi pool for a coin. You know, that's a positive thing. You know, right. I, I created a, a radio station. I've done. I, I even back then I even created a radio station for uh, for Veracoin. I've created websites where where I sell silver for the coin, that one specific coin. You know, like I actually do things positive for the coins I like, and it, that's that's what everybody should be doing instead of just sitting there watching the exchange all fucking day. Right. Yeah, you're right. It it, it, it comes down to the community and that's why I got to tell you I've always given a lot of respect to the uh, the Doge community because those guys over there man they're like they're they're on it now I know Doge you know recently it's it's been a little slow in just terms of like development and everything but in the early days those guys are out there just doing it. so many different things with that coin yeah race coin promote ra- race car NASCAR promotion yeah race, ever, yeah that, they man, were doing awesome. The freaking Olympics, uh, the bobsled team, you know, the Jamaican bobsled team. So that's what a, that's what a, a coin needs. You know, it needs an active community out there willing to do different things. But 
you know, a lot of people, man, they're just more interested in looking at the exchanges and, and, and waiting to sell. And then other people are just more interested in just mining as many coins as possible. And they're not interested in, you know, paying back and yeah, contributing. If, to the if, you're not, if you're not out there and you're not doing something for that coin that you like, you deserve to get dumped on. You deserve right. it. I mean, you, oh, I invested in it and I helped it. No, no, you invested in it for yourself. Get real. You didn't invest in it for the coin. You did it for yourself. You know, right. I, I, I get involved with every coin I'm in. And I'm in a lot of coins. I, I do stuff for fee break. I do so, stuff for Blitz. I, I do stuff for Supernet. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, I make... Uh, websites for Bitcoin personally on the side so I could I could profit a little bit from that you know on top of that I I, I mine the coins I like you know it's, it's I, I make I find multiple ways I get involved on the forums you know I I get it you know if, if, a, if a coin needs a form I make one for for them I've, I've done that before if a coin needs a website I create it for them I've done that before you know so right. it's I've done all that you know, how to, and I don't see anybody you know, like putting in that that effort. If you like the coin, put in the effort. Do something. I mean, if you're good at something, do something. Do you sell watermelons? Is that your job? You sell watermelons. Sell watermelons for Bitcoin. I mean, it doesn't have to be so much of an incentive where you're losing money, but you could take ten cents off. I don't. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, so it, it, you know, and, and that that's my tangent. I guess I, I went on a little tangent. <laughs> no, because you're, you're you're frustrated because yeah, you know, uh, there's there's a sense of entitlement in our community. People feel like they should get something for nothing. Um, I invested. I you owe me. Fuck you. Right. That's that's it. You know, and or or or. If you're in a coin that they're in, and they're like, "Oh, he dumped! Oh, how did he dump? Oh, he's a scammer because he dumped." Now that's tonight. That's just, "Hey, you dumped before me. I'm mad at you. So now I'm going to call you a scammer because you beat me to the the sell button." But right, you know, so it's just like, come on. So it's been a long time. I got to tell you, since I've actually you know, really traded an, an actual currency, you know, it's just pretty much bytes in and in, in Bitcoin. I don't really trade um, anymore because I, I, you know what, I've just been so focused on development and everything else, man. I just, just don't do it. I used to have fun doing it. I got to be honest with you. And I, when I tell people, when I tell people that I rarely ever used to dump, they don't believe me, you know, but it's the truth. I rarely ever dump because what I would do is I would just set up my cell walls and just have people buy into the cell walls. Like, I, I rarely ever dumped. It's, I mean, it was maybe one or two occasions where I really dumped. But every other time, I just would just set up my cell walls and that's it. And just move on to another coin. I mean, that's the way I... Well, you know what? But you know what? It's your right to dump. Right. If you don't... If you don't... If you own, you know, a certain amount of coin and you need money, it's your right to dump. It's your coin. You do whatever the fuck you want with it. Right. No one's gonna say, "Oh, how come you don't?" Well, you know, who, who's the dumbass that invested in a coin that had five hundred, you know, that that had one person who owned like you know fifty percent of it? Why would you do that? 
and, and you're right. At the end of the day, that's what they don't realize. If you take your money and you buy the coin, you could do what the hell you want with it. And that's what they don't seem to realize. That it's your property. It's, it's your, in property. your possession. Right. But that's not it. They're mad because they didn't get a chance to sell first. Oh. Right. Well, you, you, lost, you lost the game. Try again. Right. Well, it, it, you know, it looks, it, it's been great talking with you, man. And um, just just before we go, I'll tell them again, if those guys missed it. I'm also going to tweet it. It's uh, BYCrewards.com. And the coupon code is SuperNet. Real easy uh, to remember. You have until basically, really until Monday. But uh, 10% off, you can get 10% off any one of the gift cards that we sell. Um, you can use them on Amazon.com. Just so you guys know, and there's a caveat here, because we did have some issues with some people in, like, in the UK or whatever. If you're going to get the Amazon.com gift card you have to use it on amazon.com you can't use it on amazon.com.uk or you can't use it um, on the canadian version uh what is that amazon.ca it has to be used on the .com website but like the microsoft card um like the xbox cards they can be used anywhere in the world but we do tell you uh where you can use it where you can't use it on the uh, actual card page but yeah man so It's it's really been great talking to you. I I had a great time being on with you. Yeah, man, it's been it's been real. Uh, you know, come back on anytime. More than welcome. I I, I appreciate and, it. I really do. On, on that on that next update, definitely get in touch with me, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll have to teach my mom how to use SMS. <laughs> definitely, and I uh, and maybe the next time when I come on, maybe I'll give away some. Since we're gonna be doing like this, is gonna be like the biggest update. I will uh, give away some free bikes in as well to your listeners. Oh, all right. That sounds cool. I think my mom will take it, though. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all right, brother. You have a great day. Thank you for coming on. I really had a great time. Uh, you know, you, you know, I've been working 24-7, so I'm kind of tired, so I get a little cranky when I'm tired. That's probably why I went on my rant. <laughs> no problem, man. Thank you, for, <laughs> thank you for having me on. All right, brother. Uh, hold, hold on one second and everybody listening thank you for showing up and uh, this will be on replay if you missed it, if you missed the beginning if you missed the end uh, you could always find it on SoundCloud it should be there in about 30 minutes right, and uh, remember SNRN assets are for sale and there is a drawing every month to get a free silver coin as long as you hold the asset, you're you're entered into the drawing. All you need is 50, 50 of the asset, which is literally like ten bucks, and you're entered every single month to win a coin. And that's the incentive to hold on to the asset. You know, and I'm and that that's that's being honest. All right, guys. So thank you for joining us today, and I'll see you on the next show. <laughs>